0: Welcome all you plus two comedy modifiers to another episode of the plus two comedy podcast. I'm your host as always TV's Noel Houlihan and before we get to our sweet sweet guest Jervis Cottonbelly I have to tell you what I want you to do this very weekend on Saturday December 5th. I want you to come to New Jersey GamerCon. New Jersey GamerCon is a new video game convention in Runnymede, New Jersey at the La Quinita Hotel. Plus two comedy will be performing there, so I want you to go to njgamercon.com and come see us. And then right after that, I want you to go to Jakar Presents Top. Banana. It is their season 15 finale at the 2300 Arena, also known as the ECW Arena, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's going to be a fantastic show. I know I'm going, so you should go as well and cheer on our guest this week, Mr. Jervis Cottonbelly. Now, if you don't think you can swing both, go ahead and pick Chikara because Jervis is just so sweet, and then come see New Jersey GamerCon On Sunday, because we will be there December 6th as well. You can get all the information for those two events at njgamercon.com or chikarapro.com. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by the Fairy Garb Mother.
1: Hey you! Yes you! Have you ever thought of getting yourself a hat or cloak emblazoned with the iconography of your favorite pop culture icons, but you have all the sewing skill of a gelatinous cube with arthritis? Do you like fashion accessories that make a statement about your personality, rather than about which big box store you shop at? Are you just dirty enough that you're still trying to figure out how the heck a gelatinous ooze can even have arthritis? Well then this is the paid advertisement for you. Thanks to the magic that is Etsy, you have the perfect vehicle to purchase fine, high quality wares from the fairy garb mother. They have a wide selection of designs from comic books, anime, video games, and pop culture of all kinds. Designs which can find their homes on cloaks, hats, and ear warmers in a wide selection of colors. From Avengers to Pokemon to World of Warcraft to Harry Potter and back around to Serenity, chances are good that the Fairy Guard has something to scratch your ridiculously geeky itch. Use the code TAKE10, that's take E one zero with the letters all capitalized to get 10% off at checkout. So go over to Etsy, look up the Fairy Guard mother, and find the design that's waiting for you. Just... Be careful to be meticulous about the spelling. And word order. That's garb, not grab. I made that mistake the first time, and let me tell you, you do not want to look up websites about grabbing fairy mothers. The results are, uh, strange. Surprisingly, though, Harry Potter still seems to be involved a lot of the time. But yeah. Less said, the better. Yes, please go
0: check out The Fairy Garb Mother on Etsy.com. That's... The fairy F-A-E-R-I-E, Garb Mother. And of course, a link for that is in the description for this very podcast. And finally, if you would like to advertise on this very podcast, please check out the Fiverr link below. It's just five bucks and your ad will air in front of a wonderful podcast like this one. And now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. Who's ready for you, a yes podcast? Yeah. yeah! Who's here to do other things who's currently being annoyed by a podcast?
2: A couple of you. <laughs> my apologies, okay. I love
0: you all. <laughs> this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. We're recording live from Nerdvana, that's 3003 English Creek Avenue in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will?
3: Did you not think of a thing?
0: No, I just wanted to be polite. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I get,
3: guys, guys. the Star Wars battle broke up into two more battles. Is the war getting worse? The war's getting yes, worse, yes. It. Also, I, I have. A, they corrected me. They're playing Star Wars Armada, and they thought it was important that people know that. All right. Let, that, that X-wing let the record
0: crap. show. Our guest this week is Jakara Pro Wrestler. He is the Prince of Polite. The Duke of Delight, Mr. Hold Your Hand All Night, yes. give it up for the world's sweetest
2: man, Jervis Cottonbelly! Oh, thank you, thank you. You're also very kind. Um, and to those of you involved in this Star War, uh, I hope that you come to an amicable agreement. <laughs> you sound like C-3PO.
3: Oh, yes,
0: he's my hero.
2: Oh, right, that oh. makes sense.
0: That, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> Jarvis. thank you
2: so much for joining us here on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I, as I said before, it feels alive in here. Yes,
0: that's, that's the atmosphere we try to get here on the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Living. Mm. Indeed. So, I, I have to ask, Jarvis, you are the world's sweetest man, hmm. and you're a professional wrestler. Two things that don't seem to go together.
2: Oh, no, not quite often. Um, so, what drove you to, to step into the ring? Well, I think it was a combination of things, really. Um, but most often, I like the technical uh, prowess of grappling. It, uh, it's it's much as if it's a physical te- chess match. Um, but I also like the pageantry and the colors and, and the fun.
0: <laughs> it is one of the more colorful forms of, gra- of
2: grappling. I, I will agree <laughs> oh, yes. you there. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. How long have you been wrestling? Ooh, I, well, I suppose at this point, it's been... Um, well, over a hundred years, at least. A hundred years? Yes, yes. I, I, start, I got my start in, now, um, was it uh, 19... Oh, no, 19... Oh,
3: no, 1912.
2: Yes. 1930. No, 1912.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Or did assume, you hear 30? I, mean, I don't know. Well,
2: I, I got sure. my, 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 my professional start that year, um, but many years before, I joined the circus, and I learned my trade um, on an, a, a private circus loop in England.
0: Oh,
3: okay.
2: 1912. Were you fighting the Kaiser? Uh, Well, no, um, we were fighting, I was fighting someone in the name of the Kaiser. Okay. Baron von Snitchelot.
0: Snitchelot? Yes, that (laughs) Snitchelot
2: was, um, he was a rapscallion, I said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, Jervis, I I have to mention your wrestling style, because I've never seen anyone wrestle quite like you. Uh, You have one of the most devastating sleeper holds Mm. I've ever seen. Uh,
2: Could could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, Well, yes, um, what happens is usually my opponent will swing and try to strike me in the head. Uh, now, I don't like being struck in the head at all. So He's I'll tenet. do a nice little dip, uh, you know, a dipsy duck, and I'll pick him up like a baby, and then I'll rock him back and forth. <laughs> and uh, sooner or later, especially if it's Orange Cassidy, um, they fall asleep. <laughs> now, sometimes they don't fall asleep right away, so I give them a bit of a slam. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the proper way to rock your baby to sleep. Let it be. Um, let me set yes. the record straight. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Do l- not l- slam your babies. No yes, no, no baby slamming, please. You hug your babies. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Do not slam your babies. <laughs> We've always said that on the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Do not slam your babies. Uh, so we we like to do what we call the icebreaker question here on the mm. show. Uh, that's where we reach into uh, this here box, and we ask a question that has been left uh, randomly from one of our past guests. Oh. Uh, this is a random episode. or I'm sorry, a random question. That one can't be read. What? Uh, <laughs> would, it, would it cause me to faint? Uh, we'll just stick with it, fine.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm uncomfortable. Th- th-
0: there's a random question. The, my guest did not sign it. Um, do you remember that episode of ABC's after-school specials hmm. uh, that checked on the swim team that got addicted to cocaine? Oh,
2: oh the poor swim team. Yes, I remember that vividly. Do you?
0: Because I do not. Yeah,
3: I don't right. know what those words were. <laughs>
2: Oh, yes. Uh, well, you know, uh, cocaine plagues many athletes. It's very, very frightening. Yes, indeed. Uh, yes, but but I don't know much else about it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, nor should we.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, so, we have a big event coming up for Chikara, now that the icebreaker
2: travesty is over. <laughs> uh, tell us what's going on at Top Banana. Oh, well, there's plenty going on. Uh, but first and foremost... The Princess Kimberly and her crown and court, uh, that's that's me and Los Ice Creams, so the four of us together will be challenging uh, the Devastation Corporation and Jacka, uh, the Savage. And um, it will be a four-on-four match, and the winner uh, receives a golden opportunity. A golden opportunity. (laughs) Yes, from what I understand. Uh, And immortality. And immortality. Yes, it's the challenge of the Immortals finals.
0: Though. you really downplayed the prize there. You, you definitely played up the, the opportunity more than living forever. Oh, well, I'm immortal, so I, don't,
2: it, oh, well, I yeah, suppose I sometimes, it I, secondary. sometimes I glaze over it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so what exactly is a golden opportunity? You know, I'm not sure. You're not uh, sure? No, none of us are. And I think uh, more or less, uh, Crown and Court is fighting for more than just an opportunity. We're fighting to prove that love can overcome hatred. Uh, oh. Because... As a team, we love each other very much, Yes. and we try our best not to hurt anyone else, but sometimes in the spirit of competition, things get a little heated. Now, on the other hand, the Devastation Corporation, well, all they do is hurt people, and they're angry all the time, and we've tried to hug it out of them, we've tried to sweeten them up, but nothing's worked, so we're going to try and defeat them once and for all this Saturday evening in Philadelphia.
0: Uh, And that—that's at the arena, correct?
2: Yes, the twenty-three hundred arena. Yes, formerly the ECW arena. Yes, and let me remind you that it fills everyone with goosebumps to be able to perform there.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, Now, uh, I went to the website Reddit and I asked around uh, about this golden opportunity, and uh, I have some suggestions on uh, what people think you should use your golden opportunity to do. Oh, let's hear them. Well,
2: now wait a minute. This is assuming I win, and my team is victorious.
0: Yes, there's a lot of people on Reddit that are backing you and hoping that you win. Well, I'm
2: glad to have their support. I love you very much, Reddit.
0: Yes. So, just a few things to consider. If you win, uh, you may Mm. want to uh, stop Chuck Taylor from retiring.
2: Ooh, I always want to stop him from retiring. Yes,
0: that would be greatly appreciated by me. Uh, Force uh, Quack to bring back the trending show. The trending show? I forgot about that one. Yes, Quack. Friend of the show, uh, fight CM Punk in his UFC debut. Ah! <laughs> Jervis has fainted. That was a light faint. That it was, was a light, light f- faint, but he's Just, okay.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. It'll be with fear. <laughs> not interested in that one. Oh no, not at all.
0: I will right, we'll cross that one off the list. Uh, and also uh perhaps use it to get
2: Icarus's back tattoo removed. Oh, laser removal. Yes. Um, well, you know, he's done a pretty good job of covering it up lately. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. I'm interested um because he, he's he's been a bit uh, a bit rough if you've seen him. So yes. maybe that tattoo was coming back. I don't know. He seems to be always uh, fighting those sinister urges these days. Yes, indeed. Now, can I ask you a question? Oh, by all means. And perhaps the audience can answer. Uh, who do you think is going to win the Triple Threat match for the Grand Championship oh, yes. of Chikara between Icarus, Eddie Kingston, and Hallow Wicked? Uh, I'm worried about Eddie Kingston myself. You think uh, he's going to take yes. home the gold? Uh,
0: he's, he tends to be uh, no-nonsense and uh, will go to any extreme. So I, I think he's, he hasn't had it in a while. So I think mm-hmm. he needs... Uh, he needs the win, so I think, I think we'll see Eddie Kingston as our champion. Well,
2: end. I think any of them could take it home, but I like your, I like your statement, because Hello Wicked seems to be distracted with Naz Maldoon, and, well, Icarus, I just don't know if two big bad brutes like Hello Wicked and Eddie Kingston can be enough for Icarus to overcome. So I suppose we'll have to see.
0: Uh, now
3: for for the, the people
0: in the audience that are not familiar with uh the Chakara
2: style. Also me. <laughs> and,
3: and, oh, well and, and we just have Michael to tell you a story will. will. I love everything I hear. <laughs> well, that's a start.
0: Uh now you are you are teamed with uh Los Ice Creams. Correct. Uh but the story I always love to tell about Chakara is uh when you fought uh Los Ice Creams. Oh, yes,
2: we've grappled many times. Yes, and
0: and they tried to use sprinkles no. or jimmies in the match.
2: No. G- sprinkles G- could you tell us a little bit about that, Max? Oh, certainly. Um, so sprinkles, uh, as the ice creams call them, uh, or Jimmy's if you're local to Philadelphia. Uh, sp- Which we are. Sprinkles are what they do um, when you see them. So, so we were speaking about Cactus Jack earlier. Cactus Jack used to pull out thumbtacks. Ooh. But, and I'm sure that they hurt very badly. But if you've ever felt the pain of a sprinkle slam, then you'll understand that sprinkles are ten times worse. So, it's a lot of sometimes. sugar,
3: too. Oh, too, too much sugar.
2: Yes. Oh, yes, you could become an instant diabetic. Now, Los <laughs> Ice Creams uh, typically... I'm double whammy. Now, this is before Los Ice Creams and I started teaming up. Uh, but, traditionally, if they were losing a match, which they have done more than any other team in the history of Jakara, if they were losing, they would take their opponents, they would pull out a sock dump it on the mat and slam their opponent in the sprinkles and cause them just unimaginable pain. Now, they tried to do this to me once and we pushed it out of... Marion Fontaine, my partner, pushed it out of the ring with a broom. They tried it again on Marion and I scooped it up with a little dustpan. And then they tried it for a third time and I said, no more sprinkles. And I brought out a shop vac and I vacuumed them up. (laughs) So, that being said, Marion Fontaine and I were not slammed on sprinkles, and ever since, the Los ice creams have abandoned their usage of sprinkles. Yes. For more sportsmen like tactics.
0: <laughs> and, and that is the typical
2: shenanigans that will happen at,
0: uh, at a Chikara show. Oh, tons of tons of Yes, lots and lots of shenanigans. So I highly recommend you check out their show uh, this coming up Saturday at the arena. Uh, now, I know that you're actually very active on Reddit. Oh, indeed. And uh, R Squared Circle loves you. Oh. I love them too. Uh, so I actually have a couple questions from Reddit. I'd hope you'd uh, indulge me with. Certainly. Uh, so uh, the man forty four would
2: like to know uh, what is the best type of hug. Oh well, the man forty four. I would have to say that I prefer a cross arm hug. A cross arm hug? Yes. Is, may I show you, Will? Yeah. Later. Yes. A hug demonstration is oh, taking place. I got this. All right. So one arm is okay, up. Right. One arm is back. And A big squeeze.
0: And a big squeeze.
3: Will, Will was not anticipating enough. I didn't want to get in the way of his technique.
0: Oh, okay. right. No, no, he was just
3: taking it slow, which is <laughs> I'm also important sl- when hugging. I'm a slow hugger. He's a slow hugger. He's uh, an under-the-arm-over-the-shoulder move. Yes,
0: yes. So, yeah. You know, you, you got a nice spread out. All right, good. Yes, indeed. Good. Uh, so that happens. Uh, just wants to say that he loves you.
2: <laughs> oh, my. That Now that fills my heart with warmth. So that happened. I love you, too. Oh. Uh, Just a bald guy asked,
0: uh, if you could have any celebrity accompany you to the ring, who would you choose?
2: Oh, well, uh, that's a tough one. But, you know, my friend, um, uh, she's an actress. Her name is uh, Stoyer. Now, my friend Stoyer said she would like to accompany me to the ring someday. And though I've never seen one of her films, um, I certainly would love for her to to be my... (laughs) my, um, what, how do you say, valet. Valet? Yes, or uh, manager. I, I don't know who Stoya
0: is, but I know some people are, are, are hiding.
2: I did not well, well, I understand she's in films. And she's in what, films. What kind of films? Well, well films, films for adults.
3: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Whereas I make Grappling for Children, I thought, <laughs> um, is there something um, afoot? <laughs> I think something <laughs> might be afoot. Can, can I tell you a wrestler films? anecdote?
3: When I was a little kid and I watched uh, WWF, uh, they would always introduce Val Venus as an adult film star, hmm. and I always thought that was confusing because he's an adult. I know he's an adult. Well, I yes. don't know why they have to say that he's an adult in right. movies. I think
2: you're just desc- clearly grown up, yes. right? Just you're say you're he's just, a film star. Yes, you're describing exactly what I feel. I exactly. Adult, but yes, an adult. She's an it adult who is also an actress.
0: If, if they had just said film star, wouldn't it be like, oh, he's a child? <laughs> yes, that's what you normally would assume. He's clearly an adult man. That makes films. sense.
2: I feel better about this now. Yes, Good.
0: thank you. TJ Lynch would like to know, uh, who is the most gently, gentlemanly person currently in the WWE or NXT?
2: Oh, well, that honor goes to Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch? Uh, yes, of the Vaudevillains. Of the, the Vaudevillains. Yes, indeed. Or, uh, conversely... Uh, Perhaps Bailey is more gentlemanly. Because, you know, you can be a lady and display gentlemanly behaviors. Yes, indeed. Yes, so Bailey's quite close, too. I'm surprised that you chose someone with the word villain in their name. (laughs) Oh, I think that that's just a front. (laughs) I don't think they're villains at all. I see the smiles they bring to everyone's faces, and that's not what villains do. It's it's (laughs) another confusing thing, like the adult film thing. Yeah. WWE is
0: is very confusing with their language choices. (laughs) Very true, very true. Uh, and finally, a uh, ROH2002 uh, fan asked,
2: who is your dream opponent? Oh, my. Well, you know, for the longest time, uh, my dream opponent was Biff Busick. I'm um, sorry, who? Biff Busick. Um, he, he's recently signed to NXT. Oh. Yes. Uh, but now I, I suppose you could say, who is my dream opponent? This is a tough question. Um... I suppose I'd really like to grapple with Dolph Ziggler. I think he's quite cool. What if you had to pick a not wrestler? Ooh, my favorite opponent—that's not a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my well, um, <laughs> hmm.
3: My pick would be Winston Churchill.
2: Oh, Winston—he was—he was—he was quite. A, I feel
3: like he packs a punch. Oh, I
2: don't know if I'd want to fight him though. <laughs> I think I think he his belly would. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> a, a oh, he probably
3: does do that move.
2: Yes. I think that the opponent I'd like most to grapple with that's not a wrestler is Sadness. Sadness? <laughs> I would like to defeat Sadness that, forever. That little girl from the Pixar movie?
1: <laughs> ah! Why? Okay,
2: you're right. Sadness is necessary. Then um, yes. Perhaps hopelessness is the answer. Hopelessness? Yes, I'd like to fight uh, the fight against hopelessness. Interesting. Now, your, your finishing maneuver
0: is, is an ankle lock, right? Oh, yes, the Downton Lock. The Downton Lock, <laughs> excuse me. It, it would be very interesting to make hopelessness give up and feel, feel that
2: hopelessness themselves. Well, I, if we perhaps put it into a um, metaphoric ankle lock or Downton Lock, perhaps then we could combat it. And, you know, I think that the real finishing maneuver to hopelessness um, is love. No, uh,
3: green Green Lantern ring is
0: the green Lantern ring as well. The, the correct yes.
3: answer.
2: The, the second thing to <laughs> battle hopelessness is love. The okay. first thing is the Green Lantern ring.
0: Uh, so, so, Jervis, uh, I saw that you recently uh, started
2: co-hosting, or at least guest co-hosting, uh, the After Buzz shows. Oh well, they had me on as one of their guests and, and hosts. Yes, and I had so much fun. And. Uh, with with um well, Mr. Hobo and I were very close friends. <laughs> because you started wrestling
0: recently for uh, pro wrestling from Hollywood, is that uh, yes, Championship
2: called? Wrestling, wrestling from, from Hollywood. Hollywood,
0: tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, it's on every Saturday afternoon at four p.m. on KDOC. Yes, um, well, but that champion, that doesn't really carry here. But <laughs> Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is um, a wonderful production. It's run by well, it, uh, Mr. Nicholas Marquez, the son of David Marquez. Now, David Marquez has been in wrestling for as long as anyone. <laughs> and he's entrusted it to his son to um, operate. But uh, we run every other Sunday in Port Huanimi, California, which is just north of Malibu. Uh, and people like Drew Gulak and Timothy Thatcher and Rocky Romero uh, and Peter Avalon and Yuma, uh, they have quite a talented roster of, of chaps over there. Um, and recently, they've begun touring up and down the California coast. So so depending on which, which coast you're on, if
0: you're over here on the East Coast or down the West Coast, you can get your fill of Jervis Cottonbelly. Absolutely. I am so giddy with joy that you are here. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so... for having me. So if somebody wanted to see the
2: best of Jervis Cottonbelly, what would you say is your greatest match? My greatest match? Now that's a good question. Well, you know, I had a very good match against Kevin Martinson, uh, who is, was the former Championship, Hollywood, uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood television champion. Now, he and I had a very competitive match, uh, but I did not win, unfortunately. Um, but I think that the match I'm most proud of is my, um, my, my uh, what was it called now? The Duchess of Fairfield match against Juan Francisco de Coronado.
0: And what was the what was the stipulation for such a
2: contest? When, uh, you were only able to use a rope break three times in the match. Uh, so it's more like the Ring of Honor pure championship rules. Okay. Yes, it was very similar to that. Um, except we had a bit more. Uh, well, we had more duchesses watching our match than than, than pure <laughs> matches. But uh, that being said, um, it was in 2013 for Wrestling is Art. I believe, or is it wrestling? Wrestling is awesome. I forget which one. But either way, um, definitely my matches with Juan Francisco de Coronado. They're my favorite. And you can find some of them on YouTube. Hmm. Right, so we'll check that out on the YouTube. Yes, that's Juan Francisco de Coronado. That's a it's, mouthful.
0: Yes, it, yes it is. And I think you may have said it slightly too fast for, for Juan. <laughs> oh,
2: my. Well, he is a very slow speaker.
0: He's a slow, slow speaker. Uh, so, Jarvis, we like to geek out on this show. Uh, and we do it with a segment called What You Watch and What You Read and What You Plan. So we talk about what we're watching, and what we're reading, and what we're playing.
2: Wondrous! So, Jervis, since you're new to the group, what have you been watching? Well, uh, you know, this week, I uh, watched a show called Rick and Morty.
3: Oh, yes! Good
2: choice. Yes, yes. Oh, I see everyone likes that. (laughs) Um, I thought it was uh, one of the most uh, crude, yet (laughs) beautiful cartoons I've ever seen. That's a hard mix to get. Crude Crude and beautiful.
0: And beautiful.
2: Well, it's like my old friend the Thunderfrog. Do you remember him? <laughs>
0: oh, yes, the Estonian Thunderfrog. Yes, uh, he
2: was crude and beautiful. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, he, uh, uh,
0: for those of you who may have missed this, uh, the Estonian Thunderfrog uh, was a wrestling frog uh, that had a thunder hammer. That only he could lift. That only he could <laughs> lift. And uh, he won many a matches by putting that hammer onto his opponent's chests and mm. nearly crushing them. Yes. Uh, but whatever happened to the Estonian Thunder Frog?
2: <sighs> well... The Estonian Thunder Frog was—he was murdered in the ring by a, a great beast of a man named Deucalion. and I haven't seen him since. Yes. And I've been searching for him, high and low, uh, because recently, um, a psychic whose whose name was Doctor Electra, uh, she told me that Thunder Frog is still out there somewhere, alive. So I suppose I'm going to have to keep searching for him.
3: I would try uh, busy highways.
2: Busy hi- Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, with a like river
3: on the other side,
2: and logs floating. Yes,
3: and snakes Ooh. and alligators.
2: I say, well, you know, he always was good at his uh, his frogger game crossing the street. <laughs> 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 uh, but but you know, back to Rick and Morty. Um, yes, I, I found that. Um, I really enjoyed the way that the cartoon uh, had continuity. So if something happened in the fourth episode, they addressed it next season or in later mm-hmm. episodes and I just found that very refreshing because it shows a um, scope and vision.
0: Yes. It's very it's very common for cartoons to basically write for syndication so that like you can mix up the episodes and you can watch them in any order. Mm-hmm. It's nice of Rick and Morty, and uh, BoJack Horseman also does this, mm-hmm. where everything matters and is consistent. Yes, so I definitely do like that about that. Rick and, and Morty, easily the best show
2: I'm not really watching. <laughs> and can I tell you who's a R- Rick and Morty fan, in secret? Oh, please. Uh, Jakob Hammermeyer. Now, Jakob is the leader of the BDK, uh, and they're a big bad group of baddies, and um, secretly he pretends he doesn't like to hug me every now and again and talk about Rick and Morty but I think that the answer is he does
0: (laughs) there's some sweetness
2: inside of Joakim but I intend to bring it out one day so every once
0: in a while we'll have you in a hammerlock and and whisper
2: did you catch last week's episode (laughs) yes yes, indeed we always talk about Rick and Morty in the ring and then he throws a (laughs) knockout punch and I don't remember much after that
0: (laughs) it could just be a strategy against you Oh, you're yeah, very yeah. right.
2: But see, I like to be—I I like to look for the best in people, and I like to think that I'm not being taken advantage of. But sometimes that happens. I, I would like like to just remind our crowd
0: that Chikara is an absolute crazy company, and people die in
2: this oh. company. Oh, yes. Well, uh,
3: Frog died. Well, well they, Frog wrestler. Died? Yes. Yes, After well.
2: also a, bit, a big one.
3: Yes. <laughs> you made him sad. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm just. I just
0: wanted to, to to establish that. I apologize, Jervis, for bringing up painful
3: memories. Yes, uh,
2: yes. These so, are go ahead, Sonny. Uh, no, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say these are painful memories. Eh?
3: <laughs> he was just going to rub your face in it a little bit. <laughs> so, so we will <laughs> move, move on then, and will I uh, will ask you what you're watching? Uh, I started a HBO show that I'm surprised I haven't watched before. Have you heard of Brink?
2: Brink. Oh yes, the Brink.
3: Or they, the Brink. Yes. They canceled it. Did oh good. <laughs>
2: I I, this it's is why I
3: don't watch shows, because if I get into them, then they get cancelled. Yes. I loved it very much.
2: I was very let down that they cancelled
3: it. Ah, it's it has it's Asif Mamvi. I think he writes it, or he's the head writer. Uh, Jack Black's in it. Tim Robbins is in it. Oh,
2: yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. It's, you know
3: what I like best about it? What?
2: What's that? Well, uh, the way that they juxtapose high tension with high comedy.
3: Yeah, it was... I'm trying to think of a show. Not the newsroom. Very room, Doctor
2: Strangelove-esque? Like.
3: Yeah, like, it was a political thriller, but with, like, Jack Black pot jokes.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. What, what did you say? <laughs> You're talking about a rooster? You know, there's a no. the rooster named no. after me in England.
3: <laughs> I said pot, first off, which was a whole nother thing you could have pretended to not know about. <laughs> what are we,
0: where are we going? So, so how far... <laughs>
1: Sir
3: William, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> how far are you into this show that is now cancelled? Uh, Watched two episodes. I guess I'll watch the rest. I'm sorry account.
2: to be the bearer of bad news. I feel yeah, I right. feel like I've done you a disservice. And I
3: just feel that hopelessness creeping in. Now. Come, here. We'll
0: Come here. We have another hug. <laughs>
3: they are legitimately really nice hugs. <laughs> oh, I'm an expert. Master. He's the world's sweetest
0: man. Uh, so... <laughs> Recently, I watched a documentary on a wrestling company known as uh, uh, NWF. Ooh. Uh, Kids Pro Wrestling. Ooh. Oh, no. What age? Uh, Like
3: 13. So it's like the pageant, not pageant moms, but like... No, it
0: wasn't Toddlers and Tiaras, the wrestling edition. (laughs) Uh, Rather, it was the story of a child, child... That realized that anyone could just get a show on public access, <laughs> and just rent that space out. So you know, to, so that reminds friends,
2: me. That reminds me of someone I know, <laughs> a young Mike Quackenbush. Yes, Mike mm.
0: Quackenbush. Yes, actually, has told this story on our podcast. That hmm. He just rented out the gym and put on
2: a wrestling but, show. Yes, he did. And I, I've always admired him for that because he saw something that he really wanted and he went and he grabbed it and he, he held it on, on tight and, well, he shared that with others over the years. With, Go
0: Grant's ahead. His vision
2: with Chikara is absolutely
0: wonderful. Yes, uh, indeed. But but unlike what happens with uh, Quack, uh, this show uh, went on the air for a few years and it was just children wrestling to the point that they got a grant... <laughs> so that they could buy a ring. And then in one of my favorite moments of the uh, the documentary, these two 14-year-olds are fighting. Uh, the match does not go as one of the people had hoped. He leaves the ring, grabs the microphone, and says, That's it, Andrew. You don't get to come over and play Super Mario Bros. <laughs> no, anymore. No! He lands the microphone and What? Uh,
2: Talk about a pipe bomb.
0: Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, not not to spoil the the
3: documentary. But he gets to play Super Mario Bros. again.
0: Mario. No, they end up selling out arenas <laughs> with this. No, where? Where did they just this? Played? This happened, I want to say it was in Connecticut, but I might just be thinking of the WWE because that's where they're sent out.
3: Good gracious. Was this kid Vince McMahon? No, and
0: then he was Vince McMahon. Uh, what ended up happening was they became such big stars in this town uh, that this kid showed up and said, Hey, I'm sixteen. I have a I have a car. I can like drive stuff around. <laughs> he was secretly twenty-six and
2: stole their wrestling ring. Oh. <laughs> from children. Okay, I changed my answer. That's the man I'd like to grapple. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Let's hunt
3: him Find him and take him out. <laughs> and then, my when he starts to win in your match, I would like the lights to come out and then fireworks, and then I'm gonna run to the ring. Yeah. Yes, and be really by... out of breath for a minute, <laughs> and then I'll get it.
2: Followed by all the children who have been besmirched.
3: Yes. I want to lead a team of wrestler children.
2: <laughs> well, I suppose we have our set date set. Then we, yes. we know what we're going and, to uh, do.
3: I'll dress like. Uh, uh, the guy from Parks and Rec. Johnny Karate. John.
2: You hear
0: that guy from that documentary whose name I don't remember? You stole a ring in the 80s and we're coming after you.
3: Was the 26-year-old Vince McMahon?
2: I didn't want any parts of the 26-year-old Vince McMahon. I didn't want any parts of the current... Vince Yeah, he's giant now. Oh. I can imagine what he was like when I he was would. young and spry. I would faint proper.
0: <laughs> not, not like the small faint from earlier. No, no, yeah, the, the real one. one. What is Spry? Spry? Like,
3: like like wiry, like yeah, just sense.
0: full of energy. And
3: yeah, yeah. Yes, you
0: were you were very spry while you were angry. Oh, just okay, ready and yeah. Yeah. up and ready to go. Yes, grow. Yes, exactly.
3: <laughs>
2: Roar. <laughs> like that.
0: D- don't terrify the crowd. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just practicing.
2: I'm not mad at anyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. For, I'm practicing for the devastation corporation yes, this weekend yeah. because you know I have a bone to pick with Max Smash Master.
0: What did Max Smashmaster do? Well, he told me he
2: didn't like my mustache. What?
0: What? Uh, Your
2: mustache uh, is glorious. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. like to think so, too, but Mr. Smashmaster laughed at it.
0: There are very few mustaches I could describe as shiny, Mm -hmm. Mm. but there's actually a shine to your mustache. A bit, yes. Um... I in a, in a bit of a hook there. In a bit of a hook, yes. Oh, yes, yes.
2: I, I work very hard on this. So yes. I, I do a lot of manscaping to get here. Yeah, a lot of
0: manscaping? <laughs> cotton, belly, Club.
2: cotton belly skating, but yes.
0: <laughs> this is a great day for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying this so much. Me too. No. <laughs> Jervis, what have you been reading?
2: Well, what have I been reading? Um, hmm, that's a good one. Let me think on this for a second. Well, you know, I read a book called The Leftovers. The Leftovers? Yes, and it? it um, that's by Tom Perotta. It, that frightened me very much.
3: Is that like the show, The Leftovers?
2: Well, yes, from what I understand, but I haven't watched the show yet. Uh, I do have you? not either. Uh, does anyone watch The Leftovers? Anyone? Ooh. No? Well, I suppose I'm going to have to check it out because the book was proper terrifying. Do you know what the premise is? I, I am not familiar with this story. Well, the premise is that 2% of the world's population just vanishes into thin air. Oh, wow. And the book takes place three years after that fact, and it examines how society would react to a rapture-like event. So it's, it's only 2% of the world? Well, only 2% doesn't sound like much, but uh, if 2% of the people in this room just vanished into thin air... Yeah, I, I would think... be very yeah. upset. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not, not
0: to downplay... But yes, just 2%. It's, so it's not like a majority of the world. So. Oh, no. no. But it's
2: a small it's enough, a, a large enough amount to frighten everyone, but a small enough amount uh, not to really put a dent into the population problem.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah, so, so it would still, like, the world would still be functioning.
3: And no it, one knows... Well, would it? What it, like, aliens, religion, spontaneous...
2: And they don't know if it's going to happen again. Yeah. That, which well, is that,
1: also terrible
3: That terrifying. part is terrifying. I was watching... Is
2: it on Showtime? It, I believe it's an HBO television Is it HBO? show.
3: HBO? I was watching something else and it came on. Ooh! And it was Christopher Christopher Eccleston's in it, I believe. Yes. And it was him taking care of his comatose wife, and it was the most depressing episode of Doctor Who I had ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> and I decided I did not want to watch that show. More Brink. Yeah, yeah I want to laugh. Make
0: me sad and get canceled. Yeah, <laughs> Brink. I mean, I, I assumed that we could. As a planet still go on with 2% of the world it's
3: not that missing? It's not a...
0: Unless dev- it's like the all
3: the doctors. That just <laughs> oh, no, no one knows what happens. Like,
2: and it's and- more or less... Uh- how would the uncertainty of what happened affect yeah. your day-to-day behavior? Right. Because you
3: have no idea. Like, it, it doesn't prove religion because it could have been something else, but, right. like, you have no idea.
2: And it could happen again tomorrow. Yeah. Now, put it in a, another perspective. If you are religious and you do believe it was yeah, the, rapture, or you the rapture, well, then yeah. you'll feel all sorts of guilt for not yes. being taken up to heaven. Uh, so point. it would cause quite a panic in a lot of different people's minds. I think the majority's minds, it, which is why it was so interesting to me.
0: I, I really like this concept.
2: You should check out the television show to start. And <laughs> I'm going to have to. Because have to. the book is, like I said, it's, it's frightening a bit. I have I have the HBO Go, so I'm going to have to check Ooh. that one out.
0: So uh, how about you, William? What have you been reading?
3: All right. Oh, boy. Now, I've used this Any- segment to talk about listening to things.
0: I guess that counts as an audio book. No, I'm,
3: I'm, ma- I'm making it worse. I'm hijacking it. It's now where Will talks about news he wants to discuss with people.
0: Did you read the
3: news? I did. I read okay, an article. Then this is acceptable. Thank you. Uh, no, do you know a show called Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand? Yes, oh, yes. And that they're gonna come out with a another version of Mystery Science Theater yes, Three coming
1: back.
3: I heard this news. I hated it. I didn't like it. What? It, one, it was Joel, and Joel's my least favorite space guy. Of the two. Of the two. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know, I was just like, uh, usually when I hear about something I'm nostalgic for coming back, I assume it'll be terrible, I didn't like the idea, I was like, I like that it was done, and it was great, and it's over there. And then they announced it's, all, it's a whole new cast. Yes. And I was like, alright, I kind of like that, but I still don't know, it's probably going to be like, I don't know, the dude from Big Bang Theory or something, it'll be awful. Oh, don't
0: say horrible things like that. No,
3: no, well, it's Jonah Ray, oh. is uh, the new star, uh, Felicia Day. Is going to be in it as Dr. Forrester or some okay, she's the, relative, the and now Pat Oswalt is in it as TV's TV's Frank's son.
0: That's that's pretty good.
3: So I am now I've gone from hating it a week ago to being the <laughs> most excited person.
0: I mean, I stole my
3: nickname from TV's. Frank, I know, as TV's and now Frank. they've expanded it.
0: Jervis, were you a fan of MST3K back in the day?
2: Oh, quite a bit. Yes, um, I always enjoyed the banter. I thought it was—I thought it was ahead of its time.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like nowadays, like we need this. This is exactly the hmm. type of entertainment. Yeah, I don't know that, what
3: movies they're gonna do.
0: I, they can just do YouTube videos,
3: and it'll be amazing. So uh, yeah, but like, what movies are they gonna? Are they gonna? Rip? Perhaps uh,
2: Shocktopus or Shark-na- Sharknado? Shark-nado. Yeah, they they just do all Asylum movies. Pretty much, yes. Or ghost shark. Did you guys see ghost
3: Ooh, shark? I did not.
2: Ah,
0: where you, where ghost it comes out shark? It
3: up the tub. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm oh, I got him.
0: Give him the hug. Give him give the hug. The
2: oh, oh. <laughs> oh. There we are. I'm, I'm back. I'm sorry. Uh, but the idea of uh, the shark coming out of the faucet just made me faint.
0: <laughs> that was somewhere in between a slight faint and a full faint.
2: Oh, yes. It was uh, the three quarters faint. The three
0: quarters faint.
2: Oh. A devastating uh. faint.
0: Uh, so, uh, really quickly, uh, what I've been reading, uh, th- there was a-, a grappler by the name of CM Punk that was wrestling for a while, and he wrote a comic book. He He's writing the new Drax from Ooh. Guardians of the Galaxy. Big Dave! Yes, Big Dave. Uh, he's-, he's writing the new Drax. And it's a really interesting comic. Uh, It's only in single issue, so I only have the first one so far. But literally the plot is the Guardians of the Galaxy and the thing. Why not? Uh, Go down and stop something evil. They're like, well, Val, that's done. See ya. And they all just walk in separate directions, and Drax just stands there and goes, Oh, I guess I'll go kill Thanos now. And that's the plot. (laughs) Drax is gonna kill Thanos because he has
2: nothing better to do.
0: Uh, Sounds it like works out for him. Sounds like
2: the type of thing a destroyer would do.
0: Yeah, yeah, as destroyers are tend to do. It, it's
2: sweet men like to hug and destroyers like to destroy. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, so it's CM Punk's like first thing really that he's doing. I mean, he hasn't UFC fought yet, so it's good to just know he's alive and doing things.
3: You know, the F stands for fighting, right? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure.
0: Okay. <laughs> Did you not? Nope. right. I'm not even gonna go into it.
3: You just said ultimate cage fighting fight. Did I? Yeah, essentially.
0: The crowd is agreeing. Yeah. I'd like to apologize.
2: <laughs>
0: ultimate fighting championship. Ultimate
2: cage effect. fighting fight makes me faint. No,
0: no. I apologize even more. Though. <laughs> I don't want any more fainting to happen on the show. Uh, but yeah, you can see CM Punk's influence, sort of. But. Uh, it's, it's decent. It's a single issue. I'll probably keep reading it. Uh, so, Jervis, I will pass it back down to you. What have you been playing?
2: Ooh. You well, gamer? A gamer? Yes, yes, indeed. Actually, I have a Hitbox channel. Oh, uh, really? Yes, I, I like to stream every now and again. Um, it's hitbox.tv slash Jervis Cottonbelly. I'm completely game unaware of this. <laughs> oh, it, yes. Jervis, well, Jervis fantastic Cot- but, yeah. news for me. <laughs> well, you know, later this evening, um, if I can get home in time, I'm going to uh, join the new legacy stream, Um and play Quiplash with them. Oh. Have you ever played Quiplash?
3: <laughs> no, no I, have I have not either.
2: You know, I played Quiplash once. It is fantastic, you're right. <laughs> I've, I've played it once with Vince Russo. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> mm, yes, it was quite the odd couple. He- uh. <laughs> uh,
0: for, for you guys who don't know who Vince Russo is, he is commonly known as the guy who destroyed
2: WCW. Hmm. He did some other stuff. He, but he, he, called, me, yes, he called me A fruit? A fruit <laughs> yes, but I said, um, well, I'm, I'm more of a cotton belly than a fruit, uh, but I do enjoy fruit and fruit cake. Yeah, it's good for yes. you too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, yes, he also mentioned fruit cake too, <laughs> which Christmas is coming up. So, yeah, yes, fruit cake for all. Yes,
0: mm. yes, fruitcake! Um,
2: but uh, but yes, uh, mostly my gaming has been in the retro uh, action area, um, and I like to play games like Aladdin, in The Lion King. <laughs> wait, wait, what? No, wait. This is, this what is important? Everybody hold it's on. It's very All difficult. Right. Yes, yes uh, Aladdin Aladdin for the Super Nintendo or the Sega
0: Genesis? Super Nintendo. That is the correct answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and I even have a controller that plugs into my my laptop. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Um, now I've also played uh, Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. Oop.
0: Oh, that is, that is a, a great
2: game. game. The red Yes, the red cartridge and that one's <laughs> very difficult to beat. Yes, indeed. Yes, I still haven't beaten that. Uh, all the henchmen usually get the better of me. <laughs> um, but aside from that, um, I've mostly been uh, practicing in in training for my big match this weekend.
0: What what sort of training do you do for for such a because a, it's a four on four
2: match? Like what what sort of training goes into this? Uh, well, we like to do uh, synchronized squat thrusts. Okay, mm-hmm. So as a team, good we team all, building. yes, yeah. indeed.
3: You work with a lot of bell-shaped
2: weights. Yes, lots of bell shapes, lots of circular shapes, and lots of heave-hoes. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> uh, so, so yes, um, I, I try to do some Olympic weight lifting if I can find the weights. Um, but really, I like bodyweight exercises, as they make okay. me feel most uh, spry. <laughs> <laughs> See, I learned a new word this evening. <laughs> So a lot of old-timey workouts? Oh yes, barrel tosses and well, stone lifts and the big thing that
3: stretches some, the spring. Oh yes, that Ooh, thing. Are you getting one of those things that's like the uh, leather uh, belt? Uh, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that uh, thing. Yes, that that works. I'm really my, glad you knew what that
2: was. I don't know what it's called, but it burns no, no my core right to the bone. So so yes, um, I like to do a lot of rubber dubs and <laughs> big lifts, yes. and all sorts of things that way. Um, ride the bicycles with the big wheel? Mm. Oh, yes, the penny farthings. <laughs> Do you know, all four of us ride on a tandem bicycle. A tandem, a tandem penny farthing? Uh, well, that would be quite dangerous, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, no, just a tandem uh, traditional mm. bicycle. Uh, but the ice creams stay in the middle because they're lazy. <laughs> oh.
3: well, yeah, they, they seem like they'd have a bad
2: diet. No, oh, well, they are ice cream cones, after all, so I'm not sure oh, what they eat. Oh, so they, they don't eat.
3: eat ice cream, that would be cannibalism. Oh, that would
2: be cannibalism, yes, and they actually uh, loathe Dippin' Dots. With they, the ice cream of the future? Yes, well, they think that their future is a grim one, and that they'll all be made into tiny little dots.
0: Hmm. That might qualify as racism.
2: It I'm, could. I'm trying to understand it exactly. Yes, I don't understand the inner workings of ice cream cones, and, well, they only speak Spanish, so there is a language barrier. Yeah, I mean, but they say, eh, hermano. And I say, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not your hermano because they're brothers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> El hijo oh, eh, yes, de ice cream in um, Ice Cream Junior. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're both the son of ice cream. But they're brothers. Um, and they, they also like to pinch each other on the buttocks.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. This is so do that. out of character for, for you. How did you guys end up as a team? It, well, you know, it was Princess Kimberly that brought us together. Okay. Uh, because, you know, during her um, well, I suppose during her draft pick for the, the Challenge of the Immortals, because if you're not familiar, the Challenge of the Immortals was a large tournament, a double round robin that took place all year at Chikara, all over the country. Um, and they had a draft night, and Princess Kimberly picked myself first, and then uh, the two ice cream cones, and I think she thought that we would make the best team, and she really believed in us when no one else did, and even when we didn't believe in ourselves. And now here you are in the finals. Here we are, Um, by a stroke of luck and a bit of hard work, we're in the finals, yes. Now, here's the real question. Yes. Do you think that Crown and Court can topple the Devastation Corporation? I I certainly hope so. Uh,
0: I've never been a big fan of the Dev Corp. I think they're a bunch of bullies. Ooh, yes. Uh... I, I have been a fan of Chikara for a, a long time and I can honestly say I don't think I've ever seen Los Ice Cream win a
2: match. Well, that's <laughs> very, very close to the truth, yes. Um, they uh, they do have the least winningest record in, in Chikara history. And
0: I think one thing that is overlooked is the importance of teamwork. Mm. And it's clear that you guys are a strong team going in. Yes. Uh, you know, a strong team will always beat. Four good wrestlers. Uh, But DevCorp, also a very strong team. Now, can I point something out to you? Oh, by all means.
2: Ever since the Devastation Corporation's manager left them, uh, Sidney Bocabella, they seem to have been coming apart at the seams, and teamwork doesn't seem to come as easy to them anymore. Yes. So, I need you to exploit that weakness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't like to exploit weaknesses often, but when it's for a battle uh, for a golden opportunity, for a golden and, a opportunity. and a chance at immortality, that's which I suppose would make me double immortal. Now, I hope that doesn't cancel out. Oh. No. I I th- could I transfer the immortality? Does out? it
0: stack? Does, does, does immortality stats? So, so to
2: infinity and beyond.
0: Yes, yeah. you would become a double immortal?
2: Well, I suppose I could.
3: Or you could give it to one ice cream cone. I would. Well, then that would be... the un- other ice cream. <laughs> that, would
2: be, that would be rather tragic, watch, one watching the other age. Um, perhaps. You split up a immortality?
3: You give each ha- a Half a immortal? immortal.
2: So, so then they would be well, mortal. Well, they would be
0: immortal as well for winning the, the
2: challenge uh, of the immortals. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, well, you know, maybe... Oof, oh, goodness gracious. I don't know <laughs> what I would do with a, another round of immortality.
0: <laughs> just just the second round? Second round. What, what, well,
3: what
2: do you got? Ideas
0: from, the crowd, ideas from the crowd? Give it to your girlfriend or wife.
2: No, Only if I'm you single. like your girlfriend or wife. I'm, I'm single, but you're I... You're single? You I, are are you? not
0: seeing Princess
2: Kimberly? Oh, no. I love her very much, but, but she's royalty.
0: Uh, that is true.
2: Now, I um, I suppose I never really fell in love because I was always afraid I would outgrow them. Yes. Well, but I love everyone, too, I, I so... I will say, if you
0: both end up immortal at the end of uh, the Challenge of the Immortals, and you have a
2: golden opportunity, you could always make yourself a prince. Ooh. Oh. I mean, uh, that would be a dream come true, because I've always wanted to be a prince, but uh, I'll settle for the Prince of Light for now. Okay. <laughs>
0: I see, I see a lot of similar themes. You're playing Aladdin.
2: You're, you're with a princess. Oh, yeah. This could all work out. Well, I say maybe it's my subconscious that's at work. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps. And I've been thinking a lot about ice cream.
2: <laughs> I say. What's your favorite flavor?
3: Oh, that's a tough one.
0: Don't say dip and Dots. You'll make less all <laughs> Very upset. Who oh, am I?
3: Anything with a Reese's Cup?
0: Anything with a Reese's Ooh, cup? I like that answer. I, I'd like to
3: say that perhaps you just like Reese's cups. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always eat them out and then throw the ice cream away, so <laughs> yeah. maybe you're right.
0: <laughs> you could just buy
1: those without ice cream. You
3: Is know? there a wrestler that's a Reese's cup?
2: <laughs> well, um, let me think. Uh, there's there's a rapper named the Peanut Butter Wolf. <laughs> All right, that's a start. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> but as far as a, Reese, a Reese's cup wrestler. Do you want to join my team of 12 year old wrestlers? <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose he could wrap uh, your entrance. Ooh, in. I like that. We're here and we're 12 and we like peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've got, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's it's real. I'm it's not a freestylist. Yes, I'm not a freestylist, I don't know.
0: Well, you would have to be like a chocolate guy and then you would this, run into each other. This seems racial. <laughs> no, that's how... <laughs> Guys, we're going to play a game now. Uh, We end all of our podcasts with a game. Uh, We play host versus guest versus audience. Uh, That's why we bring these here prizes. Uh, This week we brought The Walking Dead hardcover book. This is book four. Oh.
3: And also
0: uh, Nerdvana was nice enough to donate this poster for Sister Act. Oh.
2: (laughs) Whoopee. (laughs) I love Whoopee Goldberg. Whoopi is wonderful. (laughs) Whoopi is wonderful, yes. Uh, Jervis, did you bring a prize with you? I did, um, actually. I brought a um, a Cotton Belly photo pack. Ooh! Now, um, it's got my my portrait, my portrait that I use for professional. um, (laughs) This is this is my headshot. Yes. And then it also has a a, well a a wrestling as art cover featuring me and my opponent this Mm. weekend, Jacker. Turns out it was wrestling as art. (laughs) Yes, yes. So uh, it says Jervis meets Jacker. Can a gentleman tame a savage? So, uh, I, I this one. And I also have a few Jervisisms in here. Can I share? A, a Jervisism? Uh, by all means. Now, now, these were started many years ago, but uh, they're, they're sort of gentlemanly tips for how to live your life. Uh, so, the uh, Jervisism number one says, If a man wearing a suit of armor called the Usurper threatens to remove your head, do take him seriously. Good advice. Solid advice. You can solid pass solid that advice. around. Yeah,
0: pass <laughs> this around
2: so <to> everyone can <laughs> have a look. Uh, Jervicism number two says, when grappling with the master of 1,000 holds, my Quackenbush, bush, it is in your best interest to master 1,000 escapes. That
0: makes sense. <laughs> yes, and, and here I am
2: standing on my head. That's called the Satch McGee sneak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jervisism number three says, uh, don't forget to stretch every day. Otherwise, you could pull a muscle whilst holding a door or performing a threshold carry. Oh, all right. So, um, this is just gentlemanly, gentlemanly advice for your everyday life uh, and their Jervisisms. So, yes, that's a part of the, the prize we need pack a as book.
0: well. I think we yeah. need a book of Jervisisms. Well, you
2: know, I had dreamed of a book well, one day, but uh, I ran out of the time to, to continue making Jervisisms. But I imagine them I'm on a ringed binder and laminated, perhaps. Mm, okay. Maybe but I like get your idea. a publishing
3: deal with a golden opportunity.
2: Ooh, there you go. yes, yes, I
0: could, I could. L- lot, lots of good ideas <laughs> for this golden opportunity. Uh, now, to play host versus guest versus audience, uh, we need an audience member, but they need to put up a prize for us to win since we put up these great prizes. Ooh. So I ask you, what have you guys brought this week? Uh, $3? Okay. $3 cash? Uh, a, a poster? A poster for the s- for the An CW show Arrow? Arrow. Now there's a grappler.
4: Last season, I, I previous
2: season. Oh, and <laughs> right. My Little Pony uh,
4: playmat, a- little pony playmat. I love
3: My Little Pony. Yes. Which which pony? The 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 um,
0: the, okay. the uh, Luna.
3: sentimental value for yeah. that one,
0: very, very high. Very, very high. Any other takers?
3: It's $3, I believe we mentioned. Yes.
0: Uh, so, Jervis, as our guest, the choice is yours. Would you like to play for the Arrow poster, the My Little Pony uh, play mat, or $3 cash?
2: Where Americans? Is it, is it American? It's Amer- what? American, yes. Is it? American? Yes, American, yes. Ah! Uh, $2, oh, $2. Okay.
3: we're down to two. Well, I
2: suppose I, I'll be playing for the. Well, I, let's make it about the, the bath mat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call it? I
3: believe it? it's a play mat, play mat play for a. Mat. Oh, I, a well, card
0: I like game. to take
2: baths. So I, it's you a could use games. it as a bath mat.
0: I'm, sure, I'm sure you can multi It's
2: got a no-slide yeah. box. Yes, I, I'll play for the My Little Pony play mat.
0: All right, come on up here. Give it up for him, guys. Yes!
3: Thank you, Jack. Greetings. That might be extremely hot. Oh, yeah, you can turn here? that down.
0: Here. So, uh, special guest audience member, please introduce yourself.
4: I'm uh, Gabriel.
0: Hey, Gabriel. Thank Hello. you so much for coming on the
2: show.
4: I really like your suit, man. Oh, thank
2: <laughs> you, thank you. Uh, you know, I bought this shirt in Venice Beach, California. It's wonderful. I really like it. It's covered in flowers from top to bottom, and it's a Western-style shirt.
0: Uh, uh, Jervis, you might be the most fashionable
2: guest we've ever had <laughs> oh, on the show Stop. Well. You're, you're sweet. That yeah, might be true.
0: Uh, So we're going to play a game called Landmine. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm going to ask you a question uh, with four possible answers. Three of the answers are correct. All you have to do is make sure you don't pick the one wrong answer. So everyone will answer every question, and you can't repeat answers. Oh, jeez. Jervis uh, is, is a wrestler, and wrestling is very big in Japan, and manners are very big in Japan. Uh, which of these are considered rude to do in Japan? Uh, pouring yourself a drink, putting soy sauce on rice, making loud noises while drinking, or counting the change from your bill? Which of these are rude to do in a restaurant in Japan? Gabriel, you go first.
4: I guess counting the change. Counting the change.
2: Counting the change. Jervis. Well, um, I've always been told that it was, it, it was rude to alter a dish. So I wouldn't put soy sauce on rice. All right.
3: And I'm going to go pouring your own drink.
0: Uh, well, when in Japan it is considered very rude to count the change, it means that you do not trust the person who gave you the change. Uh, also, the chef put a lot of work into the meal. So putting soy sauce on it means that you don't really like it. And making loud noises while drinking is considered a polite thing to do because it means you are enjoying it so much that you can't get into your mouth fast enough.
2: I say, I learned something new today.
0: And when in Japan, you always pour your neighbor's drink. You never pour your own. So nobody got anything wrong.
1: Yay.
0: Yeah. We're all winners. Uh, Jervis, we'll be starting with you on this one. Okay. Uh, According to com. Who are the top three most famous rabbits? Ooh. Bugs Bunny, the Easter Bunny, the Tricks Rabbit, or the White Rabbit?
2: <laughs> well, I think. Um, I, I, suppose, I say that Bugs Bunny is probably yeah. one of the more famous ra- rabbits. Bugs Bunny. Well, what do you think? Easter
3: Bunny, Tricks, or whom? Who's the I
2: thought there was just
0: one very strange. shame. <laughs> so much like, shame! I, like, I thought right you were asking me who
3: the Easter Bunny tricks. I was like, no one. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he tricks. Jesus. There's
4: bombs in the eggs. <laughs> uh, the A white, white rabbit. The white
3: rabbit from uh, uh,
2: I was Wonderland. Say tricks rabbit. and the tricks. That on capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> it's brand awareness. Yes.
0: So that leaves uh, Easter Bunny and uh, the white rabbit.
4: Well, I'm gonna go with the white rabbit because you know Alice in Wonderland is pop culture, and mm. the Easter Bunny apparently um, tricks you. Yeah, yeah so. it's a very
0: tricksy rabbit. He's a deceiver. <laughs> According to listiverse.com, the most famous rabbit in the world is the Easter Bunny. Really? Yes. Uh, number two is Bugs Bunny. I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't think he's as as present. And uh, number three is the White Rabbit from no. uh, <laughs> Wonderland. The Trix Rabbit came in a close fourth. Wow! Oh, so geez. that is a landmine for Will. Sorry, William. I'm sorry. Uh, will, like we're sound effects or something?
3: <laughs> uh, it's a trombone landmine. Oh no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Jervis is a uh, big on Reddit, mm, yes. so Will, I, I will start with you. Which of these are real subreddits? Are <laughs> <laughs> drunk ferrets? Are hmm. wolves with watermelons? Are <laughs> dinosaurs on bicycles? Or are true tic tac toe?
3: I'm going to say true tic tac toe. True
2: tic tac toe. Well, I'm going to say dinosaurs on bicycles. Dinosaurs? Uh, because their arms traditionally are either too heavy or not long enough to reach the handlebars. Interesting.
3: T-Rex are probably like a unicycle.
4: Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you put me in a tough spot though. Put you in a tough spot? (laughs) Like a T-Rex on a unicycle. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'm not really sure. What were the other two? The,
0: The other two are drunk ferrets... Or wolves with watermelons.
4: And and I assume I cannot choose one of the previously chosen answers. No,
0: no, you (laughs) may not. That would ruin the game. Yes, (laughs) yes, it would.
4: Um, I mean, I know I was the subject of a cringe cringe thread before, but uh, hmm, let me think. Because of vines, I'm going to say wolves with watermelons. Wolves with
0: watermelons. (laughs) Uh, Are... True Tic Tac Toe is a subreddit dedicated for professional Tic Tac Toe players <laughs> to discuss what? strategy and tell tales of their great battles in the Tic Tac Toe world. <laughs> there is an entire subreddit dedicated for photoshopping dinosaurs onto bicycles oh, and drunk ferrets. I made up, but oh, there man. is one for with watermelons. <laughs> <automatically. laughs> Reddit is a strange place. Yeah, wolves
4: will I'm alone.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Will, you're the only one that's hit a landminester. That's true. Uh, Gabe, we'll, we'll throw it back down to you. All right. Uh, which of, of these are real awards? Real awards. Uh, the Lantern Rogue for coming in last at the Tour de France. The Stella Award for the craziest lawsuit. The Nice Guys Finish Last Award for business decisions that were terrible but nice. And the Stinky Shoe Award for the Smelliest Sneakers. Wait, what was the first one? Uh, The Lantern Rogue for coming in last at the Tour de France.
4: I kind of, I don't know, it's a weird gut feeling. I'm going to go with the... the, what, the second one. What was the, the second one? The second one was
0: though? the Stella Award for Craziest Lost? No, never
4: mind. I'm going to go with the fourth one. <laughs>
0: Stinky
2: Shoes. Yes. Stinky Shoes.
4: I don't know why, but I, I am. Jervis?
2: Well, I can't see there being an award uh, that rewards finishing last. Uh, <laughs> and Nice guys don't always finish last. Uh, so I think that the Nice Guys Finish Last Award, uh, I don't I don't think that that's a real one. <laughs> so, so which one do you think is real? <laughs> oh, wait. So wait. We have to say which one is real. Yes, yes.
0: yes. Oh, three of these are real. Okay, have have well, you been
4: playing this wrong the whole time? <laughs> mm,
2: yes, I think I have. So, so <laughs> if you've eliminated the other two, does that mean you want the
0: Stella Award for Craziest Lawsuit? Oh, uh, well.
2: <laughs> I suppose, yes, the, the Stella Award.
0: The Stella Award for Craziest
3: Lawsuit. I just like the, the way Stella? Lantern Rogue sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so I want a, that, g- yeah.
0: The Lantern Rogue Award for coming in last at the Tour de France is, in fact, a real award that yeah. they give away. I've heard that they've had to take it away because they were on performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> but that is a real award. Uh, there is
3: Wouldn't a. It be performance dampering <laughs> <drugs? laughs>
4: You just wait really you long. You smoked
3: a bunch of pot before you did.
1: It. Test him for Night Quilt. Test him right now. He's on the big queue. <laughs>
0: Uh, There is an award that is a golden spilling coffee cup known as the Stella Award for craziest lawsuit of the year. And the Stinky Shoe Award for smelliest shoes is, in fact, a real award. (laughs) Given out by whom? I don't know. (laughs) Who wants to be a judge? (laughs) Terrible. Uh, Jervis, we'll start with you on this one. Which of the following are facts about cotton?
3: Ooh, Ooh. what did I say? <clears throat> Oh, jeez. Here we go. Uh,
0: cotton candy day is July 7th. The cotton flower bud is called a square. You can grow purple cotton. Or cotton used to be known as vegetable
2: wool. <laughs> well, you know, I've never been Jervis' vegetable wool belly, so... <laughs> that's the one I'll go with.
0: You're <laughs> going to go with vegetable wool. Yeah, vegetable wool. Okay. Which fact about cotton do you believe, Will? Uh, it's the square one. <laughs> that the bud is called the square. the square. Okay.
4: You know, I'm actually a fan of flowers, and I've grown blue roses and things. I'm going to go with the purple cotton. Hmm. Go
0: with the purple cotton. It, it is the, co- the the fabric of our lives here. Uh <laughs> For the longest time, uh, dyeing cotton was very difficult. So it was only available in natural colors like white, rust, and purple. You can grow purple cotton. Or as some would call it, vegetable
3: wool. I call it ground sheep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the flower to cotton is called a square.
3: Yeah, we're all so good.
0: Yes. And just so you guys know... Cotton Candy Day is a real thing, but it's December 7th, which is coming up. Woo, yeah. So get excited. So, Will, you're the only one to get one wrong here. Mm. And I got to start you on this one. Uh, Jarvis said that he's a gamer. Uh, Which of these are actual playable characters in the PS1 game Nitro? WCW Nitro. Yes. Buzz the Wasp? Thrack the Caveman, Ecto the Ghost, or Dweeb the Clown?
3: This feels like a trick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going to say Thrack the Caveman. Go with Thrac the Caveman. I like caveman. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, <clears throat> uh, Ecto the Ghost. Ecto the Ghost.
4: I'm going to go with the Wasp.
2: Buzz
0: the Wasp. And we all
3: picked not real wrestlers. <laughs> yes,
0: uh, the the game WCW Nitro, they had a big thing about hidden characters, and they're like nobody wants to play as wrestlers from WCW, <laughs> so we'll have a whole bunch of monsters, and also the developers of the game, because everybody wants to play as <laughs> Mike. <laughs> but the the characters that they did include are Buzz the Wasp, Ecto the Ghost, and Dweeb the Clown. No. <laughs> That's another landmine. So that means Will has two landmines, and Gabe and, and uh, Jervis, uh, you guys tie. So I don't. Do you guys want to
2: arm wrestle? Or oh, no? Oh, geez, you're a sizable gentleman with that. arm. <laughs> I would never. you <laughs> calling me fat? No, not at all. I'm saying. That I didn't you, think so. You have, you have <laughs> large <laughs> pythons. So nice. Yes, yes. Your, your, your pythons are very robust. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, oh, guess, I guess we'll call it a draw, and we will you split the prizes stuff. evenly. Yeah. So well, I, you know. I think my opponent shall take home the prizes this evening. No, oh. because I'd like to, to yes. Are you is sure? Because okay? I was going to give Not you the poster for thing. Sister Act. Oh well, you know I do love Sister Act, <laughs> but my wall space is, is all spoken for, so I wouldn't want to take something I couldn't use.
0: All right, so mm-hmm. that means Gabe's our winner. Give it up for him! Ooh. Huzzah for Gabe!
2: Would you like the bath
4: mat? Because it is the burden. No, it's, it is your no, burden. To your bear. burden. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, but this is your burden.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jervis, we All have right, to get then. out of here. Anything you would like to plug? Oh Well, um, if you'll follow me on Twitter, you can find me easily at GentlemanJervis. Um, and aside from that... I would really like it if you came to see me and my team Mm -hmm. crown and court this weekend. uh, That's at 7 p.m. at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we are battling for the Challenge of the Immortals Championship. Uh, So we could really use your support because um, without you, I don't think we'd be this far at all. And uh, one more thing. Yes. Yes. I love you all very, very much. Aww, uh, this really brightened up my day.
0: Oh, thank you, Jervis. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
2: Uh, real quick, give your
0: hitbox again. Oh yes, oh, it's yeah.
2: hitbox.tv slash Jervis Cottonbelly.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jervis Cottonbelly, give it up for him. He loves us all. Thank <laughs> you. Will anything to add?
3: Ah uh, guys don't get instant diabetes.
0: <laughs> yes, beware of sprinkles <laughs> and jimmies. Do not land on them. They people are very dangerous.
3: <laughs> people name Jimmy.
0: People named
3: Jimmy? Yeah, they have instant diabetes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: only one slammed atop of them, though. Yeah, yeah don't fall on people named Jimmy.
0: Uh, so be sure to give us five stars on Stitcher, five stars on uh, iTunes, Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. You can also listen to us on Wildfire Radios every Friday. Upcoming shows include uh, December 7th, we are going to have comedian Chris Wood on the show. Uh, December 14th, we are canceled because I have tickets to Raw. Yay. Uh, And then on the 21st, we're going to have magician Fred Siegel. And on the 28th, we're going to have comedian Ian Rubin on the show. Thank you guys so much. And as always, we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. You'll always be Daredevil to me. This is the Plus Two
1: Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much.